Indeed, all praise is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Lord of the universe. It is He who we worship. It is He who guides us. We seek His help and assistance. We seek His forgiveness. And it is He who we turn to in repentance. We seek refuge in Allah from the evil within ourselves and from our ill deeds. And whoever is guided by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cannot be led astray. Whoever goes astray cannot be guided except by Allah Almighty. Peace, salutations, blessings be upon Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, his family, his relatives, his household, and his companions, radiallahu ta'ala anhum ajma'in. It will be no exaggeration to say that over the last year and a half, we have seen many changes, significant changes. Changes that have had huge implications in our lives. Changes that we never thought we'd see. Changes that we were never ever used to. And over the last year and a half, we have had to make changes in order to protect lives and save lives. We have seen people over the last year or so stand up against oppression and fight for justice to bring around a change in society. And as this year draws to an end, as 2021 comes to an end, and the dawn of a new year is on the horizon, there will be some people who start to reflect and ponder over the year coming. They will ponder over things regarding how they can change and what kind of change they can bring into their life. They will make New Year's resolution, a new year, a new me. So some people might want to change, for example, a certain habit. They might want to change a certain behavior. They might want to change their diet, join the gym. They might want to take up, on a, take up a hobby and so on, so on. And in our faith, in Islam, we also have this idea of reflection, of self-evaluation, of wanting to change. Muhasaba is an Arabic term which comes from the word hisab. And hisab literally means to calculate. And muhasaba is a specific term used to hold ourselves to account. It's self-evaluating, self-assessing our spiritual condition. What kind of things do we need to change to become better Muslims, to become better people, to become better human beings? Umar radiallahu ta'ala an, he would say, Hasibu, hasibu anfusakum qabla an tuhasabu. That hold yourselves to account before you are held to account on the day of judgment. And he would say, Wazinu, wazinu anfusakum qabla an tuzanu. And evaluate yourselves before a time comes that you are evaluated. We see every area of life, we see that from time to time, people pause and reflect. 
businesses, organizations, schools, even schools. What do they do? They stop and they hold reviews. They see where they are with profit and loss. They try to self-evaluate and see what they can do to improve. They will have appraisals for employees. They will hold meetings. They will come together to think, how can we make our business successful? What can we do for our business to flourish? Schools will have Ofsted inspections so that they come and they see if the standards are being met, if the goals are being met. And people have CPD courses continuing, professional development courses, so that people can grow in their profession, so that people can progress in their career. And the question arises, if we are doing so much for our well-being in this world, for our progression in our profession in this world, which is absolutely fine, pursuing excellence, but the question comes, must not we also think about our spiritual life? Must not we also think about our soul? What is our soul sending forth for tomorrow? Allah says, What is, look, let every soul look to see what it is sending forth for tomorrow. What are we doing today for tomorrow? What are we doing today for our eternal life? Tomorrow is coming. Tomorrow is imminent. The clock is ticking. Tick tock, tick tock. Every hour, every minute, every second is an opportunity to do something for tomorrow. We have an opportunity to do good. We have an opportunity to let our spiritual side flourish. Let our soul send something for tomorrow. We have an opportunity to change. Allah says, فَاسْتَبِقُوا khayrat." Hasten to do good deeds, run towards good deeds. We don't have time. There is no time. Now, some of us might think, I do have time. I'm young, there's many years ahead. I've got plenty of time to change. Some people who are engrossed in haram or sin might think to themselves, only a few more times and then I'll change my life. Perhaps I'll go hajj and change my life. Some people who are acquiring wealth in an unlawful way might think only a few more years until I make a few bucks and then I'll stop. My dear brothers and sisters, we sometimes think there's plenty of time left. But the truth is, the reality is, no. Time is ticking. Time is something that is not on our side. Therefore, therefore, the time for change is now. The time for change is now. We believe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all-powerful. We believe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is al-aziz, almighty. We believe Allah in his hand lies all kingdom. mulk. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the Rabb of the skies, of the heavens and the earth. Rabbis samawati wal ard. But when Allah, and when Allah decrees a matter, when Allah wants something happening, 
وإذا قضى أمرا فإنما يقول له كن All he has to say is happen فيكن and it happens However, however upon reflection and observation and looking at the world around us we see that change, growth takes time we see that things aren't always instant and there is something for us to learn there is, these are signs for us to reflect upon and ponder if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted he could have created a baby straight away a child straight away but we see there is a stage, there is a progression from a fetus to a child inside a mother's womb Allah says فَإِنَّا خَلَقْنَاكُمْ مِنْ تُرَابٍ ثُمَّ مِنْ نُطْفَةٍ ثُمَّ مِنْ عَلَقَةٍ ثُمَّ مِنْ مُدْغَةٍ مُخَلَّقَةٍ وَغَيْرِ مُخَلَّقَةٍ لِنُبَيِّنَ لَكُمْ There is a stage, slowly, slowly things take place and Allah says وَنُقِرُ فِي الْأَرْحَمِ مَا نَشَاءِ إِلَىٰ أَجَلِ مُسَّمَّةٍ and we keep the child in the mother's womb for a certain period we see how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if he wanted, he could have said, kun fayakun, and it happens. We see how a young child develops into a toddler, and then a teenager, and then an adult, and then he goes into old age. Allah says, summa nukhrijukum tifla, thumma ashuddakum. Change, growth, takes time. We see how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, has put a system in this world for plants, for plant, uh, vegetation to grow. When you plant a seed, it doesn't instantly become a tree. It takes time. There is a stage, there is progression. Allah says, Alam tara anna Allah anzala Do you not see how Allah sends rain from the sky so that then it channels channels it in, springs within the earth and then, then comes forth the crops different in colours and then after a period these crops wither away wither away and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reduces it to chaff Again, we see growth takes time. Allah then places another thing in the world which we can observe and take lesson from. Look how the leaves change colors according to the seasons. Look how the growth and the change happens slowly. The color of the leaf changes by time. Allah says in the Quran how the heavens and the earth if Allah wanted, he could have created them instantly. But Allah says, no, he created the earth and the heavens in a few days. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, he stipulated and ordained the earth's provisions in four days. And then further down the surah, he says, He created the skies in two days. Why? Why? When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals the Qur'an, the revelation is over 23 years. Slowly, gradually, Allah says, 
so that the heart can be strengthened so that iman can come into the person's heart iman can penetrate into the heart and then the practice and the rulings and the rules and the commandments and the obligations upon a Muslim can be fulfilled and we see the transformation of Medina it all started with a handful of people who came to Makkah for the annual pilgrimage and the Prophet وسلم, saw an opportunity to give da'wah and he gives da'wah to them they accept Islam they go back to Yathrib the name of Medina back in the days they go back to Medina Yathrib and they give da'wah they call people towards Islam and the following year more people come to listen to the Prophet وسلم, and then they accept Islam they go back to Medina they preach the Prophet وسلم, sends a companion by the name of Mus'ab bin Umair to become an ambassador in Islam to preach to teach in Medina and slowly 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 gradually Medina changes it transforms the landscape of Medina changes and there are Muslims, children, everyone waiting for the Prophet's arrival. So we understand that and we need to realize this that for a change to really take place we need time. Time is essential. But, but unfortunately, men, what do we want? We want instant results. We are very hasty. We want to see things happening straight away. Allah says, Man is ever so hasty, ever so hasty. Now, one of the most concise, yet most comprehensive chapters in the Quran reminds us of the importance of time. It's a chapter, very famous, um, a, a scholar, Imam Shafi'i, rahimahullah, he mentions regarding this chapter in the Quran, a very short chapter. He, he says, لَوْ تَدَبَّرَ النَّاسِ لَوْ تَدَبَّرَ النَّاسُ هَذِهِ If people were to ponder over the words of this surah, if people were to, be, were to reflect over this small chapter in the Quran, that would have been sufficient that would have been sufficient for the guidance of mankind subhanallah a very small chapter such importance the companions placed on this surah that every time they met one another they would recite a portion of this surah and then say salam and bid farewell and this chapter is chapter 103 chapter of time Surah Al-Asr. Now, the chapter itself starts off with an oath. Wal-Asr. Allah is swearing on time. He is taking an oath on time. Usually, why do we take oaths? <laughs> when we want to convince someone about something. Or when a matter is something very serious, we might swear by Allah to, and, and then uh, talk about whatever we, we need to say. But the reason why someone does this is to convince or to persuade or to say that this matter is actually really serious. Please listen to me. Similarly, Allah swears by time. Allah is saying, stop, stop, listen. Listen to what verse is coming next. I am swearing by time. Listen to the words that follow. 
Think about this. This is a serious matter. And what does Allah say next? Inna al-insan lafi khusr. Mankind is in loss. Humanity is in loss. The default status of you and I are that we are in loss. Everyone is in loss. So in order to be not in loss, in order to find a way that we are not in loss, we need to listen to the following verses. And before I move on, how interesting this is, that the first man on earth, Adam alayhi salatu wasalam, he makes the first dua on earth. Rabbana zalamna anfusana wa illam taghfir lana wa tarhamna lanakunanna minal khasirin. Adam makes dua to Allah, the first dua to be recited on earth. And what does he say? He says, oh Allah, if you don't forgive us, if you don't have mercy on us, we will be amongst the losers. Min al-khasirin. And how many people have we seen in the past, even in the present, and also it will happen in the future, that people are in loss, drowning in loss, engrossed in dunya. How many times have we seen nations in the past see their decline or their fall? And there is, has to be a connection between the oath, time, and the subject, people being in loss. Time bears testimony to people who have been in loss in the past. And subhanAllah, when we consider this verse, scholars have actually tried to relate this to a to, to, to a worldly incident, to a worldly life matter. Scholars say that when you think about how people are being in, are in drowned in loss, are losing out, then think about a person who is selling ice cubes. Or let's use another example. Imagine an ice cream seller. An ice cream seller is on the streets and he's got 99 flake ice creams in his hand. And it's a really hot day and he needs to sell them, and he's got it in his hand, and it's melting away. His business is literally melting away. He needs to sell them. He stood out there, waiting for customers to come. The ice cream is melting away. And very interesting, because when we think of loss, usually our brains goes towards business in terms of profit and loss. You see, in a business, the number one objective is to gain, to not go into loss, to not go into debt, to gain and to have, gain a profit. And when a business starts, they have the capital ready to go invest and they want to gain. And Allah and his messenger, they liken this idea of trade, profit, loss, and how one should be engaged in such a trade, such a trade that this trade will bring you extreme benefit if someone follows through. Allah says in Surah Asaf, Hal adullukum ala tijara? Shall I not tell you about a trade tunjikum min bin alim that will save you from the punishment? The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, he says, Kullun nas, kullun nas yaghdu faba'i'u nafsah. That every person wakes up in the morning Every person wakes up in the morning and he invests his soul or life in a business enterprise. 
Now with that, some people, some investors, some people, us, we free and we save the capital from loss. In other words, we benefit from this. We utilize our capital. But, but and some people, they destroy it. So the Prophet is saying that we have an opportunity with time to invest in those things that will bring us profit. We might not see it in this world, but trust me, in the hereafter, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will show us the fruits. So the question is, where do we invest our time in? If the default status is that humanity is in loss, there must be some way out of this loss. And Allah says, yes, except illa ladina. There are four exceptions. Illa ladina amanu wa amilu salihat wa bil there are four categories of people that will not be in loss. People who have faith, people who do good deeds, people who are helping and advising one another for the truth and advising one another to be patient. So there is a way out. There is a chance for us to invest and gain and be successful. But here's something more interesting. Ibn Kathir, rahimahullah, he says, notice how the first two categories, to believe and to do good deeds, they relate to one's own betterment. It relates to one's own betterment. And the other two categories are to do with other people, where you help and advise others. So Allah is telling us, in order for a change to take place, the first person that needs to realize is you. The change has to come within. In another verse, Allah says, O you who believe, save yourselves and your family from the fire. Of course we're going to save our families from the fire of hell. Of course we will try together, collectively work together, so that we can fulfill obligation towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be successful. But who does Allah mention first? Save yourself. If you are in a deep slumber, asleep, how can you save someone else? You need to save yourself first, and then only then you can help other people. And we are also reminded that this nation is the best of all nations. Why are we a great nation? Because we enjoy what is good and we forbid what is evil. So it doesn't mean that we just concentrate on ourselves. This is not what our faith teaches. Our faith teaches that we improve and then we also help others to improve. We enjoy good, we forbid evil, we help others, our family members. Helping one another. But the first person that needs to realize is us. We need to change. And it all comes back to one fundamental verse. It all comes back to one verse that for a change to take place, for a change to take place in our homes, families, community, society, ummah, for a change to really take place, we need to change ourselves first. And in light of Surah Al-Asr, 
We learn this. Allah says in another place in the Quran, Surah Al-Ra'ad, He says, that Allah will not change the condition of a people, of a nation, of others, until you change what is in yourself first. And we come, much can be said about this verse, but suffice to say that we must take the first step. We need to realize, wake up, the first category is to wake up, to acknowledge, hold on a minute, I'm in loss. What am I doing? Consider the ice cream seller. He needs to wake up before his ice cream melts. He needs to come to the realization, wait a minute, my ice cream is melting, what am I going to sell? But is realization enough? No. After coming to a realization, you need to take action. You need to take action. The ice cream seller needs to go and put his ice creams in a freezer and turn the freezer on. Action needs to be taken. So Allah says, everyone is in loss except amanu, those people who have iman. Wake up to the truth, realize, acknowledge, and and they do good deeds. Perhaps, inshallah, in another khutbah, we'll discuss more on these categories. But let us understand before we finish that time is running out. Time is something not on our side. Every second we can utilize to invest in something that will benefit us for tomorrow. And that's the most important thing. So the time for change is now. بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم بما فيه من الآيات والذكر الحكيم فاستغفروا إنه هو الغفور الرحيم